when I first heard Stakes is high. I was Stakes is high. You know them stakes is high. You talking about them? Stakes is high. Y'all know them stakes is high. When we dealing with them. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones, and I have my man TC back. What up, brother? What up? What up? Why do I keep saying you back? You here to stay? I don't know, bro. man. <laughs> yeah, you hey, here to you stay? Yeah, I say that line. Yeah, man. I don't know. I guess I just could have it. <laughs> yeah, you can let, yeah, you here you to can stay? Let that happen. Die. <laughs> I'm here. What's up, my brother? I'm good, man. How about you? Chilling, man. How was your week? School man, weekend cool. I should say, classic man, classic, classic yeah, was yeah, this yeah. weekend. It was a good time, man. It was a scorcher, it was hot as hell. Um, yeah, man. but it was cool, man. It was a good time. Um, we had a the bros had an event Friday, yeah. Um, I missed it, I missed it. It was a good time, dog. It was at Icon downtown, yeah. Uh, shout out to, yeah, shout out to Sea Hole, Sea Hole and Cash spot, yeah, man. So, I uh, went there. Uh, did our thing up in there. It was cool, man. Then um, Saturday was the parade, obviously. You know, we marched in the parade. Actually, yeah. you know what? I didn't see. I didn't find out who even won the parade. I need to find that out. I don't know. Mm. You know, they usually announce it at the game. I think during halftime, but yeah. I didn't. I got there like right when the battle of the bands was starting. Okay. And whatnot. So, okay. Um, we had the tailgate, the Greek tailgate. It was the Alphas, the Qs, and the Sigmas. Um, Man, I, I was gonna come over there, dog, yeah, but it was like a thousand degrees outside. It I said, was. I can't do it. And it was, I had them all black. Oh, you was tripping? Yeah, yeah I was bugging. <laughs> it, it was. Uh, it was good though, man. It, it was a great turnout, man. Everybody yeah. came through. Frats, Sorors, shout out everybody, man. And uh, it was a good time. All love. Everybody, you know. Cool. Showing their org some love, strolling, whatever. That's so, what's up, man. Even in the heat, I don't know how they was doing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not about to be out here strolling. Yeah, yeah. I'm hey, cool. to the people who aren't who are not from Indianapolis, we have a Circle City Classic here where we have. Um, uh, it's black college football. Yeah, black college football, basically. Yeah. So it's, you know, same as classics yeah. in here. It's just ours. We have it here. Yeah. You know. So yeah. But before we keep going, man, I, I always forget to do this. Where can they find us? At Texas Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For our episodes, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Uh, shout out to T. Cole, because he said I say Stitcher funny. I don't know how or why, but see, last every time I say Stitcher, but wow. on Stitcher. Uh, <laughs> if you got any questions, comments, or concerns, uh, find us uh, or shoot us an email at stasisipod at gmail.com. Yes, please. Everybody, please, 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 everybody listen. If you guys want to do a huge favor, leave us that review on iTunes. Yes. All the Apple users, please leave that, leave that review. We need it. We need it. Um, yeah, man, I enjoy classic just like you, man. I went to the game, um, had a good time. I uh, seen one of the top, the top five best rappers of all time rap. Uh, oh, at the end of the young Jeezy had man, to perform. That, that performance was what? Meh. What you mean? I, I mean, I ain't like I've seen the them, sound was terrible. The sound was that horrible. Was it, the sound was it, terrible. And it depended on what side of the stage. Oh, I, I think was I was sitting straight. I was like fourth row up. You was facing the stage? Yeah. That was on the backside. Oh, no wonder. And it was horrible. I'm like, oh, this is trash. Nah, it was was good. It was like, because, I mean, the sound was terrible, but it was better because I was right in front of it. Yeah, it was better for you. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, it was bad for me, man. Yeah, so... All right, this week we have some guests. Yeah, we have yeah, uh, yeah. we have a mashup, man. We have a podcast in the city of Indianapolis. I'm excited about doing this. I love doing mashups with uh, other podcasts, you know, especially in the city of Indian. You know, yeah, that's uh, I like hometown, yeah. you know, hometown love. So show love to each other. Yeah, TC man, uh, I know you. Um, 
you have you you, you know yeah yeah I, actually um slack man we said that a lot on here man but and that's i mean that's just the shows man we reach out we network but you know the indie indie ypp slack group or whatever um we're all in there and um i'm in there but i only i ain't in there all right <laughs> <laughs> that's actually how we all uh met initially or whatever and um i need yeah. to be more active in slack yeah man i mean it's, it's, it's just man it's so busy man i'll be it'd be like ah. it be, i go on there it'd be like, yeah. I'm like I, I mean it's good networking it's good links you know you 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 know good to chat it up meet some good folks okay find out about events going on um you know job postings you know whatever man it's okay. just a lot you know going on for young black professionals in, in indianapolis man trying to get get us out there seen um whatever the case but met them all in slack these young ladies start their own um podcast here in indy and um welcome ladies night podcast Hello, Hello. Yeah. Thanks for having us. No, thank, sure, you, so for thank sure. you for coming. So I mean, everybody introduce yourselves. Go, Tell us go ahead down the line. You can start, Alexis. I know she tried to look at everybody. Hey, else, they so. said she needed her own mic because she got a lot to say. <laughs> right. I'm trying to put me on blast. Okay. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Alexis. I'm most of the time called Lex for short, so feel free to call me Lex. Um, I'm not an indie native. I'm actually from Richmond, Indiana. Hey, Richmond. Yeah. Red Devil. Oh, okay. I'm from Marion, so you know we. <laughs> oh, she, she North started. Central Conference. You will believe how many times people are like, oh, Virginia? No. Uh, <laughs> Well, where is that at? Erlen? Are you? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, y'all. All right. But yeah, so <laughs> I'm originally from Richmond, Indiana. Um, born and raised there. Moved to Indy about three years ago. Um, went to IU. Who's your alum? Who, who, who's yours? <laughs> Looking forward to my homecoming in a few weeks. Gonna get tied right. up. Um, excited to be here and a part of Ladies Night Podcast. Um, as far as um, being a single mother, I have one son. He's a one-year-old, so I'm the newest mother out of the three of us. Okay. She's doing great, right? Uh, All right, who we got next? Um, I am Lauren. I go by Lauren Enchanted, I guess, on our podcast. Um, and I am kind of, I don't like to say I'm the creator of Ladies Night because we definitely worked together um, before we started recording on the concepts and everything that we wanted to do. But I kind of had the original, I guess, idea um, and reached out through various social networks, Slack, Facebook, anything I could to find other moms that had similar struggles um, and wanted to come on to Ladies Night. And that's how I met Miss Deek and Miss Lex. Um, and so we are rocking it out. We, I think, are. And we are um, trying our best to keep the content coming for you guys. I'm glad you guys reached out to us. We're so happy to be here. Um, and that's my spiel. I'll let Miss Nika introduce herself. Hey everyone, I'm Janika. Um, I was born in Indy, raised in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, a small town you've probably never heard of ever in your life. Hopkinsville? Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> now, what's that close to? How far is that from Louisville? It's two hours from Louisville. Okay. Um, it's Bowling about Green. Uh, an hour. Okay. And about an hour from Nashville, hour and a half. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'm from Hopkinsville. Um, I just moved here a year ago for a change of scenery. I'm a UK grad. Go Cats, go Big Blue, screw IU. Just you know what? Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all said you What we not going to do today. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to do today. But Let, Let's remember why we're here. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and as far as being a mother goes, um, I have two kids, a two-year-old son and a one-year-old daughter. Okay. Oh, 
I forgot to. I'm sorry. I forgot to say that I am a mom. I have a three year old daughter. Her name is Hunter. Um, she's crazy as hell, but I love her <laughs> and do what I can to be a good mom. Um, and also want to rep the Far East Side one time. Whoop whoop. All right. All right. Indy raised, born and raised. And we got. I got a four year old. We all need to get together and just let them get tired. Just yes. let them come play. Oh, please. Let's please <laughs> wear each other out. Yeah, no doubt. So tell us about uh, the podcast. Who started it? I know you said. Um, uh, you got you come up with the ideal but tell me how'd you guys just like the concept and what you guys talk about weekly and how did you know everything got started uh, well when I first got the idea I knew I wanted to start a podcast and I knew I wanted it to be something for single moms um, but I wasn't really sure of like what I wanted the angle to be it was more just like okay I want single moms to get together and talk over a microphone but what are we going to talk about <laughs> and so um, I played around with the different names the secret ladies garden or a bunch of different corny stuff and then I was like right and then I was like Girl, you that know made what? me think of the song the secret garden I know right <laughs> just a little bit different but I was like every mom needs a ladies night every mom needs that one mm. night away from her kids where she can just go out and let loose and do you know maybe not all the things she did before she had a child but <laughs> some need, of those break you need a break, need a break yeah. then. and so i was yeah. like why not make that the thing for the podcast this is our break this is our time to shoot the shit talk the shit be the shit <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> drink the shit all of that and so like i said i got on a few social networks it's crazy because I started out with probably like 10 people that said they wanted to come on and after like organizing stuff and people not showing up and just figuring it all out we were the ones that stuck and mm. I don't think I could have picked two better people Alexa and Mika are always texting me throughout the day with ideas and with thoughts and planning and it's just like it's nice to have somebody on board that's just as excited as you nice nice okay um Alexis, so real quick, where can everybody find you? Go ahead and plug your, your oh, joint. Okay, so we are it? on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. I believe. We also on iTunes. Um, Podomatic, but iTunes for iPhones users, we understand if you want to do iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, Ladies Night Podcast, plain and simple. Uh, you can follow us, or we want to get feedback from you guys, listening to the episodes, comments. We also want to be able to feature mailback letters and ask us anything, whether it's parenting tips, relationships, stuff with your friends, you know, uh, anything you want to ask us. We want to be able to give our advice and our perspectives. And I think the biggest thing is that we, like, we're like we catering to single moms, but it's something for everybody to listen to. You never know. As men, y'all might pick up something. And if you're not a mom, but something you may pick up from us when you do have kids, you never know. We just want to reach everybody, basically. That's what's up. Yeah, so you said the social media, and, uh, and what about the the links? Did you say you on iTunes? iTunes. No? Yeah, iTunes. Yeah, okay. Said, All right. Bet. Yeah, man. Well, well, welcome. you guys are welcome. And like I said before, this is an adult converse, uh, adult podcast, so mm-hmm. say what you want, how you want it, and all that good stuff. No censorship. As me and Nika take. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Um, yeah. All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna keep with our uh, same. Um, Format and we're gonna get to our idiot of the week. I'm an idiot. All right, so our idiot of the week, of course, man, we couldn't pass it up, yo. We've had him as an idiot. (laughs) He's back again, man. Uh, The president of the United States, Donald Trump. It's bad that the president is the idiot so many times. Ain't that crazy, dog? That's crazy. That's crazy. Vote for this. How, no, no, I ain't gonna say we. I ain't gonna love myself. How did they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. All right. So TC, tell us what happened, man. I'm sure if you if you have to know what happened and what he's what he said as of recently. But uh, TC, just give us a little background and why we chose him as our idiot of the week. Um, it's basically revolving around, you know, of course, he's uh, president of Twitter fingers, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he has a he has a, he uh, he made a statement saying that no, this was a speech. It was a speech. Yeah. Um, he didn't he tweet about it too though. Follow, like following that. Yeah, he's yeah. Well, he didn't say the same thing this week. Yeah, but yeah. yeah go ahead. But um, he he feels he made a statement saying that. Uh, the NFL players that are kneeling uh, in protest deserve to be fired. And specifically, he he called them those SOB, sons of bitches. Get those sons of bitches out of there, whatever he said. Yeah. But he think, it, the fact that there's multiple reasons why he's an idiot. First of all, there's so much more going on in the world today than the fact that his focus is firing those sons of bitches that have the right to protest if they want to, it's, it's just ridiculous. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, it's, just, it's just a larger focus. If you're the president, it's something else that you need to focus yeah. on. So, ladies, Period. have you guys been paying attention to, you know, the what's going on as far as NFL? And, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. All right, so, I mean, I think he, I mean, of course, the first, when I first heard it, I, I, I saw where he was at. He was in, like, he was in Huntsville, Alabama. So, of course, he had to appeal to his base, which is probably the people who put him in office. Right. And or the people who voted for him, I should say. And I guess I'm, I'm kind of I, I mean, of course, he's an idiot because he said it. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I thought about, like I said, I looked at where he was at. And then I said when I heard that, I'm like, damn, he calling all these dudes mothers, bitches. Because I think people use that a lot of time. You son of a bitch. Mm. But I just felt like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's I just, what he did. Yeah, and I just felt like, damn, man, Loki, he's really calling their mothers bitches. And did you guys see Kaepernick's uh, mother when she tweeted? Oh, I missed that. I ah, she tweeted. I did see it. Yeah, she tweeted. She said, um, uh, I'm a proud bitch. Oh. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, like so. Like yeah, man. I mean, I don't know, man. How, how do y'all feel about the kneeling? And of course, well, how do you guys feel about him saying that right now? Uh, I feel disrespected. I feel like, like you said, there's so many other things going on that the president should and could be focusing on. Focusing on that. Right. Why does this matter? Like, we just had a natural disaster. Yes. We have North Korea cool. on our cool. ass. Like. It's so much going on. You're talking about a football game. And then beyond that, I just feel like he's such a disrespectful president. I look at our, all our previous presidents, and maybe we didn't like them all, but I feel like they all held themselves to a certain standard. Like, they worked to get to this spot, yes, yes. and they're not going to go on the platform and make themselves look like a total idiot just by using their power to say whatever the fuck they want to. So it kind of bothers me that he just, like, doesn't give a damn about the legacy that he has come behind and the legacy of this country and none of that. He doesn't. When I was a senior in high school, at some point I just stopped standing up for the Pledge of Allegiance. I was really? just oh, so you, tired of you, saying you, it. She'd yeah, been like Kaepernick way back. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Why do we have to say this every single day? I've been saying it since kindergarten. Like, I pledge allegiance. I, why do I have to say it every single day? Why is it so important? Mm -hmm. And I remember my teacher, she would ask me to stand, and I was just like, why? And back then, I wasn't even thinking about racism. I was just thinking, I've been saying this every day since I was in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that our president, who is clearly racist, comes on and just calls some football players sons of a bitches because they didn't want to stand during the Pledge of Allegiance, like, 
um, all the hurricanes. There's so much other stuff to talk about, like we've been yeah. saying. I guess it's just kind of <laughs> crazy because I mean, I mean, the men, the memes have been going crazy. I mean, like of I course. think TC talked about Ray Lewis and yeah. you know. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> But, you know, I've been seeing some, yeah. like, memes that have been, like, that made a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, when the things happened in uh, Virginia, or was it, no, South Carolina, when the guys had the tiki torches and all uh-huh. that. Charlottesville. Charlottesville. Yeah, Charlottesville. Yeah. And um, he was like, you know, he didn't attack them at all. You know what I'm nope. saying? He was right. like, there's some good people out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very, very fine people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then <laughs> you straight attack these guys. And the most confusing thing is, like I said, I put on uh, social media today, like, I mean, yesterday, man, it was kind of like, I became overwhelmed with all the conversation going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Who's right? Who's wrong? Everybody, every, I mean, I was looking on social media. I had to log off. Like, It's exhausting. Uh, it's exhausting. You know what I'm it saying? Is. But the thing that's so crazy to me, there's a lot of intelligent people who are not taking the time to understand, like, this. it's not about the, the flag. purpose. The purpose. Yeah. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's come on, that. y'all, y'all, y'all better than that. Like, it why could do y'all all be keep... so simple? Right. Yeah. I so. know personally for me, like Nika, when around high school, um, I was on my high school's dance team, and part of the thing we always, when it was basketball season, we had to best, we did the national anthem. We had to literally hold. We had our own American flag. We held across the basketball court, and we had to say the pledge of allegiance, they play the national anthem, whatever, whatever. But like my mom, when she actually kind of, you know, we actually like sat down and talked about it. And I think like what it means saying like pledge allegiance to a flag. I'm like, I don't feel comfortable with that in my spirit. Cause a flag don't do nothing for me. A flag does not wake me up in the morning. Don't put food on my table. A flag is not giving me life every day. So me pledging allegiance to this object, what is it really doing? Like, I mean, I'm all for, you know, America being freedom of speech and what our country stands for, but at the same time, how can I pledge allegiance to something that represents a country that really wasn't for me in the first place? Yeah, I'm going to just say, I feel like white people don't get it. Like, they make it out about a flag because they don't get the struggle. Mm -hmm. They don't understand the bigger picture that's behind this, and that's why it's easy for them to minimize it to something like that. But shout out to Cape. Look what you started, bro. I mean, maybe everybody wanted to kneel yesterday if Trump had to call them SOBs, but shout out to Kate for being that one-man army in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what's crazy? Uh, TC and I, and member Devon was on this episode, and I don't, maybe I can ask you guys, because it's women now, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Why don't you think that, like, so I, one of you guys just said, I think it was you said, like, white people look at this flag, or, and everybody's kind of shared this, just, just, just now you guys both said, you know, when it was a pledge of allegiance, I'm like, what is, why am I doing this? You said, why do you think that, uh, and it's, like I said, this goes back to an episode we did a while ago. Why do you think that we don't praise that flag? Why aren't we patriotic? Like, you know, these people, I mean, there's been some people out here like, like literally like mad at these guys kneeling. I'm talking about like hateful because these dudes are, you know, they're kneeling and they think that they're disrespecting the flag. Why are, you know, and, and it's just even past this, even before this, like there's people like, hey, go America. But you don't really see that many black people just being patriotic like that. Why you guys, Why don't you guys, why do you guys think that's not, you know, we aren't like that? I mean, honestly, I don't think we can be because, you know, we, we're not in Jim Crow. We're not segregated. This, you know, Plessy versus Ferguson, all that's gone away. But I could still get lynched tomorrow. I could still get pulled over and be Sandra Bland tomorrow and nobody would think twice. 
they would try and say, oh, I was resisting arrest. Oh, I saw I was crazy. Mm. I was being disrespectful. And it's just the simple fact that our ancestors built this country and we still get no respect at all. We still get no equality. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yes, come on, this t-shirt. We built this joy free. And that's literally what happened. Y'all came, like, it's so crazy. When I hear, like, seeing stuff, like, telling us to go back to Africa, boo-boo, do you realize we was chilling? We had our own empires. We was kings and queens, and we had our own riches and wealth. Y'all came and got us and when, and took us out of our homeland, and yet you treat us like we are less than dogs and basically said we wasn't even people. We was property. And so it's like, how can I be so, I can't really find myself to be like, oh, go America. Cause I'm like, no, y'all ain't for me. Y'all don't love me. Right. And y'all too busy trying I to I never remember me. a time being like <laughs> but, red, white, and blue. Right. 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 Never, During I, the Olympics, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like that's it. That's that's it. But it's like, I can't. Hey. And I can then you cheer for the, you only cheer for, for the, the black folks. <laughs> Like it's, I root for all the black people, and I've been doing that. Right. I don't care what it is, dancing with the stars, all the black people. I'm, I'm for everybody. Family Feud. <laughs> I'm rooting for everybody. I'm, I'm trying to get the uh, the Jordan, the Olympic Sevens. Yeah. I want the Team USA jersey. It's part of my only time I'm like red white blue. Like you know that's I mean? that's really <laughs> it. Like even Fourth of July, it's like that's not Independence. Yeah, I don't that's, really that's, think that's about Fourth of July. Yeah, we okay. lighting fireworks because yeah. I, I my ancestors was still enslaved. We was still bringing brought over here in the boat. Like yeah. I can't I'm I can't get excited about it because yeah, things have not completely changed. That's the biggest <laughs> thing I think is basically. You know, how do you expect us to celebrate a country that doesn't ce- celebrate us? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how, how you sp- I don't understand it. Go ahead, what'd you mm-hmm. say? I said it just hates us because we're brown. I don't understand. But then want to emulate us and take everything from our culture. Oh, yeah. But oh, then yeah. we uncivilized and we gorillas and we uneducated. But you know what's crazy, mm-hmm. man? I've been seeing a lot of uh, a lot of white people speaking up about this Kaepernick stuff, man. And, and shout out to them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because um, some people do get it, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but as far as the patriotism, I, I think we just we just not man. I did, I don't I never I don't I've never been red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. I've always felt funny even as a young kid standing up like you said, just like why am I keep doing this? I don't. Everybody. It's just something I memorize and I don't even know what the heck I'm saying. I don't know right. what this means. Right. <laughs> you know and it's saying? so crazy. We we were taught to learn the national anthem. And, I still don't and, know that mug all the way through. You know, I'm sorry. But you know, and this is how you know. And this is how you know in the background, folks know what they're doing because for the longest we were only taught the first verse of the Star Spangled Banner, and then we knew oh there's a second verse, but we just don't really sing it. But then when you really research that whole third verse is racist it was basically talking about the black soldiers who were basically standing i'm sorry i can't remember all the history i saw a video on this that talked about it but basically it was referring to black people that was standing up against yeah you know the person who wrote you know what he was writing a song about so it's just like mm, yeah th- how pay- you talking about the land of the free and everybody's equal but this song don't really represent that uh, speaking of when you were talking about the the, the people that do get it you see about the um the white allies only rally Mm-mm. that was in st louis they holding a uh, white allies only it's for all the white folks that side with black lives matter to show their support of what is going on and, and, and speaking up against some of the injustices that we go through i thought that was dope yeah well, I, you know what i'm saying like yeah. and no one I else i wonder what that looked like i wonder what it right. like to be there yeah it's crazy I, 
Yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen it. Um, and I'm sure there's pictures. There's pictures online. You know, yeah. what I mean, you can see it. I mean, we talked about that dope. a couple of weeks ago. That's Even dope. the Charlottesville individuals, a lot of most of them protesters are white. You know right. what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, I, I just posted something on uh, Facebook. I mean, I really was kind of posting, trying to promote the last podcast, but. <laughs> Um, I put um, uh, there was a post I put up. It was a repost actually, and it said, uh, and "You guys probably seen this, but it said thinking NFL players are protesting protesting the flag. It's like thinking Rosa Parks was protesting public transportation." True, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's dumbing it's, it down. They trying to dumb it down. Yeah, dumb it down, man. So you know, and there's been a few, a couple people shared it. You know, what I'm saying white people who actually shared it. Like, yo, thanks mm-hmm. for that. You know, what I'm saying right. so. I've seen that one online too. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Everybody don't think like the uh, the Trump ally, the people who follow Trump, man. Every some there's a lot of people out there that think this dude's an idiot. So yeah. No, yeah. and I want to just a quick idiot. shout out to the white people that got our back in that show allyship. Just keep doing it. I know it's uncomfortable. I know you probably go to your yeah. family gatherings and your aunt Bertha's talking crazy in the corner. <laughs> but you know what? Just keep. We see you and we yeah. appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate and you fighting a good fight. Yeah, because we need we need you just you know we need we need to we need to support each other and right. just as much as we need you know we need y'all out there too. Yeah, for sure. You know, speaking up, so I noticed one thing. I actually noticed a lot. I've noticed white people sharing this. It was talking about well, since everyone talks about disrespecting the flag and all the ways the flag's actually been disrespected by Americans, yeah. like you're not supposed to wear it as a shirt yes. or a dress. Yes, yes, and, I saw that. And saw actually, that. And it's so funny because I saw this and I immediately thought back to when I was in high school. Apparently, you're not supposed to stretch the flag like horizontally across. Yeah, it's supposed like to be. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah we were always told it can't touch the ground yeah. stuff oh, yeah. like that like oh my gosh like there was a couple times we might have accidentally slipped like dropping the flag trying to hurry up and wrestle up and <laughs> Richmond is conservatives y'all straight up Republican <laughs> town oh my gosh we got backlash from our dancers like oh, we need to be a little more careful when we're yeah. getting the flag together yeah. I said Y'all worship this flag like it's God. <laughs> oh my God, this piece of material. Right. But no, I saw something like that, and then, and even I think during the time, like I said, going back to the episode, me, TC, and Devon uh, had. We talked about people. I mean, people be having like American flag boxers. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. hey, come on, man. You know, so. I used to have a follow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Rocky fan. He's <laughs> doing. <laughs> Yeah, so, but anyway, Trump, once again, um, you're you an idiot. Getting the idiot of the week. That's y'all president. Mm. Amen. <laughs> I don't claim him. All right, we are going on to our main event. All right, so the main event of the week, of this week, I want to talk about, I want to, of course, I kind of want to go into um, diving into things you guys talk about on your podcast. So one of the things that uh, I was talking to TC, we was like, how can we transition to this, uh, to the main event and everything? But I wanted to talk about, um, you know, so so you guys, you have a one-year-old, you said you have a two, two and one, two and one, and a three. A yeah, so I got a four, yeah, you got to bring them together. I've got a zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the same age. Yeah, That's so. right, TC, you can babysit. Yeah, That's yeah. Practice. Bring them all over there. That's some TC good birth control <laughs> for that age. Good birth control. Yeah, you can have a four hey. to two or one. Somebody's here, whatever. What, what happened when Tice heard me on the podcast? You don't yeah. want me to babysit? Like, <laughs> like, like, I was, come home cussing. Listen, I was editing. Terrence already got enough attitude. You don't need no more. I was editing the podcast of my son. His name is Tice. He's four. And TC was like, "What'd you say, man?" He was, uh, I, I was editing, I was saying something, and uh, TC was like, uh, "Boom, boom!" Oh, drill his ass, uh, boom, boom. Yeah, boom, boom, I'll drill his ass. And Ty said, "Boom, boom, I'll drill his ass." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "No, nah, man, you can't say that." But uh, yeah, that's funny. 
TC had my kids cussing, so. <laughs> Straight up. But uh, what I wanted to talk about, man, um, you know, when, when Trump makes a comment like, um, you know, sons of bitches, and, you know, he's talking to the little boys. I don't know where you guys range from, little boys and little girls, but just, you know, as a mother, you know what I'm saying? How did that, how's that, like, because, I mean, me here, and I was like, damn, this dude calling them women bitches, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know if you guys heard it the same way, you know what I'm saying? But just how, how did that make, did y'all hear that the same way? Like, damn, this dude is calling these mothers, all these mothers bitches. Mm-hmm. Did y'all hear My it that My eyebrows way? immediately went up. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, how'd that make y'all feel? I mean, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he bold. <laughs> real, I mean, you was already bold, now you real, real bold. I just. Yeah. <laughs> as a parent, as a mother. As a mother, it doesn't it doesn't bother me that he's talking about me, calling me a bitch. I can take that. I'm a mom. I worry for my son because you know, I'm working hard to make sure that we have a better life and even if I'm able to afford us living in a better neighborhood, he could get shot. He could be mm-hmm. coming home from his friend's house. Somebody could be thinking that he doesn't live there and he could be Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like you can't win. I can train him up to be a good, respectful man, and we could live in a nice neighborhood. I could send him to a nice school, and somebody is still gonna have that idea of him as just some reckless black boy. Mm-hmm. He, he'll never be respected. It's really sad. I don't, and I don't feel that same way about my daughter because I have a daughter too. Mm, but that's interesting. It just makes me worry for my son. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe because since I have a daughter, I don't have the same understanding or the same feeling. Because for me, it's just like like you said in the beginning, fuck what he's talking about. Like yeah. I'm a mom, but I would feel disrespected if my son um, was you know doing something for a good cause or something he believed in. You know, you always tell your kids do what's right, even if it's the unpopular thing. But that's what our parents told us. We don't have kids that grown yet, mm-hmm. but that's what our parents told us. You always do what's right, no matter how hard it is, no matter who looks you cra- looks at you crazy. You might lose friends, you might lose money, but do what's right. And so I would just be like, motherfucker, how dare you come at my son like that? Right. You supposed to be yeah. president. You supposed to have the higher standards. You know what I mean? But you know what's crazy? Um, a friend of mine, she went to Ball State with me. And uh, she has a son. I, I, I want to say her son's like, he's either late late middle school or early high school, one of the two. Um, but I, I think they live in like in a nice neighborhood, you know, they, most of his friends are white. And there's an incident where um, one of those white kids uh, made a racial remark to her son saying something about like go play with your own kind or something like that you know what i mean and 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 the and the boy and, and the son didn't really you know he's kind of um it's kind of blind to it because he's, he's just his friends all he knows is friends black white whatever he doesn't really think about that he's got mm-hmm. friends of all races and um and, you know she had to like really sit him down she had to contact the white folks parents tell him what's going on make the kid apologize and like explain to her son like you need to stay aware of what's going on like i know you know and it's tough for her as a mother you know she don't want to come at her son and, and put a negative image in his head like fuck them that. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying yeah, so yeah. she tried to give him the higher role saying you know just keep being good keep doing what you're doing you're right you know just just keep being who you are but just remain aware that everyone isn't 
kind. Everyone is a nice, and it's it's difficult, man. Right. So I let me said, ask you. Me, I had to deal with that <clears throat> growing up in a predominantly white town. Um, I never. Yeah, you from Richmond. I, yeah, I'm from Richmond. Yeah. It, it's kind of like one of those things. It's like the unspoken politics, but we know it's there. Um, my freshman and junior, I was the only black girl on the dance team, and prior to that, it had a history of how you had to have short hair. You couldn't be over a certain weight. And actually my freshman year, I didn't talk about it a lot, but I actually didn't make the team initially. And it took people going down to the principal's office and saying, how is that we have a majority black football team and black basketball team, but not one girl of color on our dance team. Mm. And we have black cheerleaders, it makes no sense. And calls got made and next thing you know, oh, we'd like to extend you an offer. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to accept one because I love dancing too. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to kill this shit. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, and I ended up being a four-year devilette and um, I was the only black girl in my senior class. Yes, we were don't do that. <laughs> no, no, I'm laughing. I'm chuckling to myself. I thought you said deviled egg, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, I know, right? But yeah, I had to. It was I had to deal with a, a lot, and especially it was on the dance team. It was like there was times I would get so frustrated because it was like I had to deal with the the racism. It was like subliminal stereotypes and racism. I had to deal with. I had to deal with every time a hip hop routine come up. It's oh, I'm not ghetto enough to do this. I'm like, y'all don't even realize what you're saying right now. And and you know, like I asked my mom, like, how am I supposed to deal with this? Like, I want to speak up so bad, but it's like I I feel like I'm in fear of okay, now Mm. I'm gonna look like the typical black Mm. girl. And that's my grandmother growing up in that age. You don't ever want to be typical black and all this other stuff. And so it's like you have this pressure. Like I want to speak up because I know this is not right, but I know if I do, it can you know it can jeopardize how people are looking at me, me being ostracized, and I already felt out of place enough. It sucks. We gotta be there. yeah, Marion is yeah. We kind of I can I can feel you. You with me? Yeah. Um, let me. But going back to what TC was talking about, since we all have younger kids, and as black mothers, one of the fears that I have, and I know is coming, you know, I live out here, I live in Fisher, or you know, Fishers. So my son's four, and if you, and, and like you guys, kids, they don't see color yet. They just having fun. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you guys preparing? to have you know those conversations with your kids or are you prepared you know have you started thinking about that I haven't or? decided if I am or not because one of the things and I oh. used to be on a show called the Just That's That Show and we used to go back about this hard because there was a lot of baby boomers and it was baby boomers and millennials and you know we would debate about this so hard because I would just say when you tell your kids things like don't be typical black or you say you have to be twice as good to make it just as far. Or you, seven times harder just to make equal. Right. Mm-hmm. And you tell them all that kind of stuff. Wait, what was that? What was that? I never heard of it. Oh, it's, well, it's either twice as hard, but what I always heard is um, you have to work seven times harder just to make equal. Like, mm-hmm. just, never heard that. just to make equal. That's facts. Yeah. yeah. So stuff like that, I feel like we're setting these kids up to not even be a whole person from the beginning. We're setting them up to already second guess themselves. We're setting them up to already kind of have lowered self-esteem and look at themselves a second because now they're worried, how am I perceived by the world instead of just being a human in the world, if that makes sense. But my question is, you're going to eventually 
have to. And that's what all the because that's what all the boomers would say. And so my thing is because you're going to have because they're going to realize color eventually. Mm-hmm. And that's because true. they're going to be faced with like an issue of okay, wait. I don't look like him. Right now, they're just right. having, Jace is my best what? friend. I went to University of Evansville. It's a very small, private, white university, um, Southern Indiana. And I would meet, you know, black kids that were grew up in white neighborhoods, predominantly white people all their lives. And they would say, I've never experienced racism, so I don't know. And it's like, I'm sure you have, but you're just not cognizant of it. You just yeah. don't know that you have. And so I just wonder, like, I know we're not making it up. But I just wonder, are we damaging our kids and making them think they're not worth as much as other kids by telling them that the world's not going to think you're as much? But when your son is eight years old and he and sees... And I don't have a son, so maybe it's not looking at But even with your daughter. So if your daughter is looking at and listening to, let's say, something Donald Trump says, Mommy, what is that? What does he mean? I think, I mean, I, think, I feel like this is like... You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And to that, I'd probably be like, you know what? The same thing I tell myself. He's ignorant, and if you want to go and get out the world, you can go out there and grab the world. He's not going to stop you. And, of course, there's going to be roadblocks in her way. She's going to have a boss that's going to think she's less than because she's black. She's going to have a teacher that's going to think she's less than because she's black. But those people don't define you. They don't define what you can do. They don't define how far you can go. They mm, don't okay. define. For every closed door, there's at least one or two more that's going to be open, you know? <laughs> in a way, it's kind of like we have to take away our children's innocence Yes. Of just not seeing the color. And it's, but you have to keep it real. Yes. yes. Because the yes. world is yes. real, the issues are real. And if you don't, somebody's going to come along and truly damage them yeah, and shock the shit. Because when Tice yeah. comes home and says, Daddy, what's a nigger? Right. I'm going to have to explain History to him. History lesson. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. See what I'm saying? And even now, because because the idiot of the day has made it even easier for folks to come out the closet and blatantly say whatever they want like since he came out even when he was running for president before he was even elected it was more like kkk rallies and crosses being burned like people was already coming out the closet anyway so i already know when terrence gets older i'm gonna have to have a conversation with him his name terrence too okay yeah Yeah. my father's name is terrence (laughs) namesake got passed down but um, i know i'm gonna have to have tc gonna take credit he was (laughs) (laughs) i know i'm gonna have to have that conversation with him and like just like my mom my mom had to have that conversation with me even at a young age because before high school I'll never even like you know she always taught me you know you treat everybody the same but first time I ever experienced a, a white girl called me a little black girl at the bowling alley my mom used to be in the bowling just called me a little black girl I can't remember all what happened but it I knew the minute she said it it wasn't right and when mm. I told my mom I was just like why would she just refer to me as a little black girl like like I don't, I don't even know why she would do it, but it don't feel right. Yeah. So that it's gonna happen eventually. Yeah, it's going to. And I even mean. sooner, probably now, with the way mm-hmm. things are going. Yeah. 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 So I was just, um, I was just like researching things on my own, man, and um, just, just trying to look up, you know, some of the, the uh, misconceptions about uh, single black mothers, and um, I just came up with a list. <laughs> right. I know. I'm. Go yes. Ahead, go on. Name so, a few. So did he send those to you guys already? Yeah. yeah. We 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 were debriefed. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So there, there was there was one uh, that I came across, and it stated that uh, black women uh, can't properly raise children alone. Single black woman. Oh, you jumped out. Okay, okay. I was looking like okay. <laughs> so <laughs> he jumped. Okay. I mean, how, how do you all feel about that misconception? Obviously. I agree. 
I, you I, agree. There, there's some truth to it. Yes. We mm. cannot raise these babies on our own. It really mm-hmm. does take a village. I'm a single mom. I'm in grad school. I'm working uh-huh. on a podcast. I work full time. I need help. Mm. Mm, okay. I need help. I would definitely say there's definitely some truth to it. Um, my mother's a single mother, but my father um, has been in my life. The only thing is my family's originally from Pittsburgh, so my mom moved, my mom moved here to Indiana, which is how I ended up here after my dad broke up. But my dad's always been in my life, but I know it was hard, the fact that it's like, one, my mother and father aren't together, so I know that was hard on her. But the fact that they weren't together, she was looking for a future and be married, but it didn't work out. And then the fact that he's three states away, so it's like if something immediately happens, it's not like he can just run to the house and take care of me, like right, right. you know. And then she's having she's having to depend on my grandmother and her stepfather to help because majority of our family is in a three states away. So you know, it does take a village. It takes having two parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And I think a lot of times it gets, I think sometimes it gets glorified. I think now it gets glorified too much, so much that, oh, it's okay to just be a single parent, but it's like, no, this shit is hard. It's hard. <laughs> now, it's do you, hard. Do you, think, do you think it's levels to it? I mean, you know, we're talking about single parent. I was going to twist the question. Huh? I was going to twist the question. Yeah, there's levels. Yeah, because I, I was going to say, levels. you got a single parent, you got a single parent, like, like my, my mom was a single parent. She wasn't with my dad it was me and her in the household but my dad was in my life That's so my life. she's still mm-hmm. a single parent yep but he was on the other side of town mm-hmm. he was married you know he had a you know he had a wife i would see him every other weekend or mm-hmm. whatever the case he might pick me up take my you that know, was cut my, my hair or whatever but <laughs> so was but he was summer. there that's different than like say a father that's incarcerated <laughs> or a father that's passed because i was going to twist and the question they, they're because, gone because your question was raising them alone and like everyone said it takes a village Mm -hmm. my question is can they do it without a male figure or their father Um, I believe it can be done but it's definitely going to affect them I think it can be done but I think it's incredibly hard I was thinking about this question before and I thought about men like Barack Obama LeBron James I'm sure we all know some people that don't know their dad but they're still really stand up guys you know what I mean and so obviously somebody wasn't like even if you know even if their mom maybe just had like an uncle or somebody but it was their mom was their primary person kevin durant kevin, you know well he's a cheater but he's still probably a stand-up guy wait kevin wait. durant oh no oh. i'm sorry i was thinking kevin hart she went kevin oh. i'm sorry oh, no. no kevin durant and you know what he's in my notes too kevin durant is in my notes because his yeah. mom raised his mom is in first of all kevin durant yeah. needs a girlfriend because his mom goes everywhere with him yeah don't but that's besides it's the point weird. That's, yeah, that's what's I, Kevin Durant. If you're listening, I'm single. But that's beside the point. <laughs> but um, but but you know, but to that point, there's a lot of moms that have done the stand-up job, and they've raised men who were great out there. But mm-hmm. I think it's incredibly hard. You have to be incredibly focused. You have to be incredibly self-aware that you're not bringing bad examples or male yes. bashing yes. in front of your son. Yes. You just have to be mindful of so much, and that's why I feel like I'm blessed because I didn't have a son. Knowing I'm doing it by myself, I feel like. I could have did a good job, but I feel like so you, he needed that. So you think raising, you think having a son as a single mother without the support would be a lot harder. Than, yeah, than I could teach a, a girl daughter. how to be a woman, mm, and you okay, know, I okay. feel bad because. But my what dad, about loving a man? Well, see, I was about to get that point. Yeah, my parents a, got divorced mm-hmm. when I was three, and my dad joined the military when I was seven, so he moved around a lot. So though he was there, he called, he sent gifts for Christmas. We would go visit his side of the family, visit him. 
I didn't have that everyday support. I didn't have that weekly support. Like if, you know, my boyfriend broke my heart in seventh grade, I'd have my dad to be like, girl, you don't need him. When you get five years, he ain't going to be shit. I ain't have a daddy to tell me that. And so I look at my daughter and think, sure, I can teach her how to be a woman. I can teach her how the woman's supposed to carry herself. But at some point, she's still going to need that male figure. She needs that man to say, hey, the man works, he walks closer to the street and you walk. Right. Somebody Somebody to teach her that kind of stuff. Yeah, teaches her what to expect from a man. And I think that's why I have high expectations because even though my father (laughs) is three states, (laughs) even though my father has lived three states away my entire life, like I say, he... He would call. He's always been. I would spend summers with him. I, he has still been influential as far as what I look for in a man. My expectations, my standards. You know how a man's supposed to take care, respect a woman. How they're supposed to be a father to their children. So like, I like, and I so I hold my father's opinion in high regard. Like I told my dad, I said, look, dad, um, when I when it's time for you to meet whoever my future husband is, just know I'm only bringing one person to you because I'm not taking a six hour trip with just anybody. <laughs> I'm not. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about my own experience. My mom was a single mom for a little bit, and then she got married. And I had a stepfather, so I had a male figure around. Mm -hmm. But I moved here a year ago. Um, I used to come up here for the summers, and I'm just thinking I lived with my dad while I got on my feet. And I learned so much about myself in that 11 months living with my dad. And I was just thinking if he was around all the time, I wouldn't have failed for that fuck boy. Uh, <laughs> like, that's my question. That's, like, that's, 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 that's I, I needed that. I needed him. And I now that I'm older and I'm around him all the time, he's shown me, like, this is a man. This is a man's man. A woman needs her father, and so does a man, so that he's not the fuck boy. Right. So my question, I'm glad you said that. So my question goes, too so a lot of times when you see these women who are you know who are out there who are you know the hoe or the thought or whatever it is free spirits yeah whatever you want to call it you know what i'm saying a lot of times the thing that what they say is oh she didn't have her father in her life so that's why she was reaching out to these men to get that you know to get that fulfillment of a father you know what in high school I uh, I lost my virginity when I was like 16 and then I stopped having sex for a while because I was just like, okay, I did it and I'm not really that interested. But my friends that had living dads were the ones busting it open the most in high school. And I don't know if that means anything. Maybe it means something, maybe it means nothing. But now, and even now, I still, I like sex like a regular adult, but I still don't even have it a lot. So Right. But do you guys think there's some truth to that statement as far as like some of the women out there that's doing that, that... They could be looking for love. Okay, okay. I think so because it. Yeah, yeah, some have definitely got daddy issues it, because guess. it's just it goes back to that lack of an example, and especially if the mother wasn't bringing anyone around mm. that was wasn't shit, then they're gonna. It's that cycle repeating. Like, a lot of well, times, that's what it well, is. Yeah, it, the mother's bringing a whole bunch that. of niggas in and out. Yeah. In and product product so of your then, environment. So, so then it's like, okay, well, my mother's dating this type of man. He ain't got no job. He, you know, come when he won't, leave when he want. So that must be what love is. So yeah. then they just keep repeating and yeah. thinking this is love. Or oh my, he beats her ass. All yeah. the, beats my mama ass every day. But my mama ain't leaving him. So that must be what love is. Mm. And you know what? I'll take it a step further. One of my fears as a single mom is that. Not having a lot of support as far as like babysitters or people to keep my daughter when I have to work. What if I get involved with a man 
or even ask somebody that's not even a man, like a friend or somebody to babysit my daughter to keep my daughter while I work. And then something bad happens. Mm, And then because mm, of that, she turns into a hoe. She may not even turn into a hoe. I just don't want nothing bad to happen to her when I leave her in somebody else's care. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I feel like so many women that I know, we are friends. And I be thinking, girl, you kind of out there. You strange. But then when I get to know her, it's always, yes. There's always a background. Damn, damn. And so it's stuff like that that it's just like, you know, you don't know who to trust. And it's usually a family member who. Who's done did some crazy stuff like mm-hmm. that that you trust? Like, yeah, God, yep. that's definitely true. Yeah, I swear I would be in jail. Come on, man. That kind of that kind of lead into the the next uh, misconception is you know fatherless children uh, being labeled as delinquents. They become the delinquents. The inner city youth, they're delinquent. They're bad. You know, those are the ones that's. Oh, you already ready? Go ahead. <laughs> she, 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 she got the she got the mic turn on point. Go ahead. How many stand up men do you know who were raised by not a single mother but a group of strong women? Now they might be cheaters. Why they gotta be cheaters? <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> Not Kevin Durant. See, y'all, y'all are bashing. They stuck on this Kevin Hart. Right. Man. We gotta AKD. have an episode about right. Kevin Hart. Right, AKD. We sorry, brother. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they speaking on you wrong. They, all the Kevins. Man, right. They just grouping y'all all together. Man. If your name is Kevin, just you're run. a cheater. Yeah. Don't, don't even. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Gates. <laughs> <laughs> he in prison, cheater. Man. But now, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, there's a lot of stand-up men out there raised by a group of strong women. I mean, a man is important. You can live without your father, but you can't live without your mother. Mm. I mean, you need your mom. That goes for a man and a woman. Ah, man, I, I got to... You disagree? Uh, yeah, because I don't oh. have... My mother, my, my mother and I, we don't have a relationship, you know, mm-hmm. so... And it's not because of me. It's because of a lifestyle she chose as, when I was younger. So... I always hear that when people like say like if you want to know how a man's gonna treat you, look how he treats his mother. Yeah, you know that's not always true because a lot of times the choice of a bad relationship is because the mother chooses not to have the mm-hmm. good relationship with their kids. So, but mm-hmm. I get where you're going with that. I, I see where you're going because most men have a loving relationship with their mothers. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm there's a small percentage of us who don't. But yeah, I get where you're going with it for sure. So. Um, do you think that but the missing father do you think that causes there's a direct yeah is that uh, a stereotype right? or is that like you guys think that's like you know when you look at guys in prison or like you said delinquency right. or you think it's like I, I ain't got no father that's why you know that's why no, no stern person you know I mean but a, but a woman could be stern yeah, yeah, I mean, my baby daddy's not in the picture. I hate to say baby daddy, but my baby daddy's not in the picture. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm sitting here with two women who have very active fathers in their children's lives. So I would say it's a stereotype. Most men, especially coming out of the 90s, where a lot of 90s babies didn't have daddies or didn't have men in their pictures, I feel like there's a lot of pressure and a lot of guys want to do it right. So I think it's more of a stereotype than the truth. Or do you think it's an excuse? Because you hear a lot of guys say that too. They use it as a scapegoat. Like, you know, That's my dad went here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I well, see, I work in social work. So oh, when, and I want to be at the yes. So you, 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 see, <laughs> I you probably see this a lot. Yes, you I've did. seen it a lot. Um, I was actually working with middle middle eight, uh, middle school kids in Pike Township and. Most of the kids I had were from single parent homes, um, some without fathers or um, mothers, like grandmas raising them, the cousins raising them, you know. And um, 
I feel like it's always a root to everything. Like I said, there's always a background. So in some cases, it's maybe a stereotype, but in kids that I worked with, it definitely had an effect on how they viewed themselves and or what they were struggling with, things like that. Um, I specifically was working with kids dealing with mental health and behavioral health. So I used to do that. So like in teenagers, depression, anxiety, the peer pressure, yeah. all that is playing into it. So when you don't have direct role models to keep you encouraged and be supportive in that time where your hormones is raging, you feel like you should look like this and act like this and the peer pressure is going on, it can really take a toll on how you view yourself, how you like your your identity, and you're trying to find yourself. It, it, I mean, how you think, your perspective, all that stuff. I agree. And to take it a step further, and to go back to delinquency, what TC was talking about. Um, I mean, I think the dad being not being present or just being one parent alone in general has a lot to do with it because it's just like sometimes you don't have the energy to be the best parent that you need to be and it's just like damn i wish i had a teammate mm -hmm. you know what i mean i've been at work all day i come home my daughter's acting up and it's just like i know i need to probably discipline her and not give her what she wants right now <laughs> but i'm tired as fuck so i'm gonna just go ahead and let turn on shimmer and shine you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> like, love, like shimmer and if shine. i could if i could love have somebody a teammate shine. to bounce off of and to help me <laughs> I bet our situation would be a lot more structured. So you, so you saying so you I, need you need that good cop bad cop? I do. On a regular. I have to be both, and sometimes I don't have the yeah. energy to be both. But I think when the dad's missing, mom's just—it's not on purpose and not intentional. We love our kids, but we can't mm -hmm. do it all. We can't be right. the disciplinarian and the nurturer mm -hmm. and the breadwinner and the—you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like we need somebody yes. else to come in mm -hmm. and like handle these damn and kids. I'm a product of three-way parenting: mother, father, and stepmother. Like. Let me tell y'all, if I acted up, I was on three-way phone calls. Mm. Mm. <laughs> not good, not yeah. good, not good. But I appreciate it because it was my mother, father, and stepmother literally working together as a team to dope. raise me. And um, even though me and Terrence's father are not together, and but it's me, him, and his fiance. We're co-parenting. I'm trying to take exactly what my parents did and apply it to our situation to where we're literally working together as a That's team. Because... Cool. I, I've been able to see the benefits. I'm not saying they was perfect. They argued. They had their ups and downs. I know they did. Um, I, that's the other thing. All three of my parents have been transparent in their relationship. The ups, the downs, the arguments, and the honesty. And while some folks be thinking, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't tell your kid everything. No, you should. But as I got older, it gave me a lot of closure and understanding as to why things worked out the way they right, did. Right. So, like, when I got older, it was like, why are my mom and dad not together? And my mom and dad both told me their individual stories. It was like... You know what? I'm glad y'all didn't. Because <laughs> y'all would have been dysfunctional. Y'all was right. both young, dumb, and stupid. And we just, it wouldn't have worked. So. But they waited till you were old enough to understand. Yes, that, exactly. Okay, and even the... in that explanation, neither one of them bashed the other person. Even though my mother was still in love with my father for a long time, she never bashed him to me. And they both took responsibilities to why their relationship did not work. So I was able to take that. So now I'm like, okay, I know what not to do in my relationships. You know, I know not to provoke a man. I know not to you know be too clingy and understand like okay a man needs his space sometimes mm. you know yeah. <laughs> those kind of things but also don't take no shit neither <laughs> yeah yeah it's, 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 it's interesting you said that about bashing each other um and, and you said you guys you said you didn't have a relationship with you said your baby daddy yeah <laughs> so um <laughs> so i wanted to know like you know how how important is it to the communication you have about you know the the father 
the relationship that you have with communication with the your kid and the father you know do because i hear a lot of times man i hear parents bashing and talking crazy about their baby daddies and or the baby mama and the next thing you know that kid's growing up thinking like Mm -hmm. you know because i had a little bit of that like man your dad ain't this but or you see dads who aren't in kids lives but but the reason they're not in the life because the baby mom or the mom was just like a terrorizer of that person you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so how do y'all how important is it to have that or have you got caught up in like oh wait i better not say that in front of this in front of my kid and all that kind of stuff um well Maybe having the oldest child and then also not having the relationship with a baby daddy. I feel like this question is kind of directed towards me, but that's okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, no, while, it wasn't. No, I was. I'm asking. I mean, it's okay. I understand. No, nah, because like, you said. I mean, I don't know how you, the relation. You, you got. You know what? How you guys the positive communication you have, or whatever you know. That. I mean, I tried to. Nika's like, Nick, let me she get ready it to together. Turn. Right? Nika ready Nika said, hold on, hold on, hold on. My daughter just turned three in July, and you know, so it hasn't really been a problem yet because she's not always coherent and she doesn't always know what's going on. But like just two days ago. She was watching some show and she came running through the living room saying, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. So I'm just like, oh, fuck. Soon we're going to have to have this conversation. You know, at some point she's going to have friends at school and she's going to wonder where her daddy is. And so for the while, I took the approach that I'm just not going to reach out to her dad. You know, I've tried and I, we've he's done little things like send money and send clothes and he's seen her one time. And, I, you know, I tried, but then I was like. Damn, one time in three years. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, he sent money twice, sent clothes once, and he's seen her one time. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm just not even going to bring it up. I'm not going to talk about it. But then once she was running to her screaming, Daddy, 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 I was like, you know what? I owe it to her to keep reaching out to him and to keep Mm. trying to ask him to be involved in her life. She didn't ask to be born. She didn't ask for me to be her mama. She didn't ask for him to be her daddy, but she's Mm -hmm. here. So at the end of the day, I don't like him, and I'm upset that he can't be man enough to do it on his own, but I owe it to her to reach out. And so with that being said, I don't want to bash him because my parents got divorced and my mom kind of bashed our dad. I mean, not all the time, but she just, I'm the one that does this all, for, all, all this for y'all. You yeah. ask him for money, see how long it takes him to send you. Watch him not send you all uh-huh. of it. That little, I mean? that little stuff, like, you'd be like, yeah, yeah that, that you know, kind of puts yeah. you against him. Like, yeah, it's you know what? And I always loved my dad. Even though he wasn't there, I never wanted to believe what she was saying was true. I never wanted to believe, like, that my dad wasn't this extra perfect man that really wanted to be there. Of course, as I got older, you know, he's married, he has another wife now, and I've started to see things and from an adult perspective, and it's changed. But I want to give my daughter the right to make the decision for herself. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's not what Candy burst is with um, her daughter and what's Block. Riley. Oh, yeah, Riley. Riley's <laughs> daughter and the dad's name is Block because he's never really been in her life either, but. You know, like if you watch Real Housewives, you see on the show like she'll like so do you, you know your dad he wants to looking, talk he was to you. Confused too. Yeah, I was like who? Oh, Real <laughs> Housewives of Atlanta. You know Sorry. Candy Burns from yeah, Escape. From Escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, same shit, baby daddy too. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Her, her, um, her. Not, not Todd, her husband. Her and we're not daughter's male dad. Bashing, by the way. <laughs> but her you know daughter's what? dad has never really been present. That was something they talked about on one of the most recent seasons. Like, and her daughter's like in her teenage years, and he's never he's been see, in and, and that's out. That's what I don't want to happen. I don't want Hunter to get to. Her teenage years. But what made that click? Her running in saying that because that's very mature of you to say, "Hey, I know he's not, I know he's not here, but I'm gonna still continue to." Because you know somebody what? else would have been like, "Yo, man, fuck this, I'm." Good. And that's how I feel. And yeah. it's hard because I always see posts on Facebook where women who don't understand my situation will say shit like, 
even if the dad's not involved, you need to boss up and get on your shit. It don't matter. And I'm just like, bitch, I have bossed up and got on my shit. It don't matter. <laughs> but I still want my daughter to have a relationship with yes, her father. Yes, I yes, still yes, want, yes, 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 yes. I, even on her birthday, I said, if you can help me financially with her birthday, that's fine. But even if you can't come to the party, bring your yes, son. Just come. You know what I mean? Like, just come. And so it's yeah. just like, I can do everything financially. That's not a problem. I, You know what I mean? But I just want my daughter to have what I didn't have. Me and my dad were okay, close. He stay act just like him. I can't tell because we've only we've spent time together, but not day to day. But it's just like I want my daughter to have what I didn't have, and mm, people don't understand mm, that. When I'm upset on Facebook, it's not because I don't have money; it's because I want my daughter to be able to say, "That's my daddy." Yes, I'm a daddy's yes. girl. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like you said earlier, you was like, you know, I she didn't, I didn't, you know, y'all created her together. You right. know what I'm saying? So. Go ahead, see you better do that mic twitch. Go ahead. Look. <laughs> she been itching. It's all on her face. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> the question is about communication, right? Yes. With our children's fathers. Yeah. It could be something as small as my children's father bought my son's shoes that were too small. Now, if we were talking mm. the way that we should have been talking, if you were involved the way you should be involved, you would know what size shoes your sons wear. So what I want to know. That's sad. Right. I'd be embarrassed if I bought some sixes and he wore sevens. I'm okay, uh, that's what happened. We bought him eights for Christmas. He bought him sixes for his birthday. Now, that's just backwards. Communication right. is yeah, important. Like, you don't know what size your sons wear. I feel bad. Even I've if you like, want to be a good father, <laughs> you can't. Because you don't talk to me because you're petty and you don't want to. Mm -hmm. And so now your child is suffering. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I make the effort to reach out, but I can't make him reach out to me. So even the small things in communication, the size of your son's tissues, you don't yeah, know. Yeah. Now, does mm -hmm. you said he has a you said your son has a you said your baby daddy has a son. He has three of them. So he has other kids. Mm -hmm. oh, is he involved in those kids lives? He lives with them. Mm. And you know what? I mean, I went to school in Evansville. I met him in Evansville. Once I found out I was pregnant, my mom convinced me to move back home. So I moved back home. And when I first moved back, his thing was, well, you left Evansville, so that's why I'm not getting involved. You left, so that's why I'm not doing X, Y, Z, because you should have stayed here. If you stayed here, I would see her all the time. I'll keep her on weekends. I do this. I do that. Bruh, what's three hours? Yeah. I used to bust that drive back and forth to IU yeah. all the places. Yeah. Six and in the morning, wake up after party and come back to make it to class. So it's just and like, this is why I have what does that mean? Yeah. I mean, that's no excuse. I mean, I, I'm driving. I've, if I had to, I'm driving eight. I drive whatever, however long to see my son. My right. mother, your child. My mother your child. Yeah. halfway in Columbus, Ohio every I don't summer. feel like I asked for a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I got another question for y'all. So, um, you know, obviously it's a, a new day and age, 2017. A lot of things have changed. Uh, society whatnot so how is it to you all how do you feel about uh, the change in relationships where there's a you see a lot more uh, same-sex relationships and same-sex parenting or single parents where it, it might be a gay parent raising you know a child alone do you think that affects like parenthood you think that's a different type of parenthood or should it all be you said yes definitely definitely yes, a different type have y'all talked about so, that on y'all show yet we haven't oh, okay okay, okay. okay. <laughs> right yeah that is it's different um how so how so i feel like it's i feel like it's different and in no ways i'm because i heard i know there's people that may go might take offense i'm i'm going to go into this now i do not hate against anyone that is lesbian gay bi transgender none of that I have my own personal views, but 
I do feel like, in a way, I'm not saying it's going to influence. I don't believe that it's going to influence the child to be gay or nothing like that. I feel like that, or the gay agenda, that's doing the most. But I do feel I'm glad like, you said that. I'm yeah, because I, because I, that's, See, a lot of people think that. Yeah, a lot of people think that, like, oh, the, a gay parent's going to make the child yeah, gay. They're gonna, no. They're going to force them to be gay. It's going to force them to be gay. No, I don't personally believe that's, that's how that works. I really don't. But um, I do think it is gonna be it is gonna be different, um, just because like, you know, like the child's gonna be wondering, okay, like they're gonna be wondering, okay, well, how are you gonna be gay? Why did I have two mommies, not a mommy and a daddy, and then, you know, the gender roles and then all that. So I mean, it's gonna raise questions. I mean, mm-hmm. even though it's becoming more widely accepted, it's still going against societal norms. So. I'm sure it's gonna cause some. It may cause some confusion. It may cause a child to feel weird or awkward. But I think as long as there's love and support there, that's what matters. And as long as this, there isn't some type of forcing of whether you have to be gay or all this. Like I'm nothing against people forcing people to do this. Like you, you gonna do what you gonna do regardless. Right. <laughs> all right. My beliefs are my beliefs. Your beliefs are your beliefs. We can agree to disagree, but that don't mean I, if I, even if I disagree, that don't mean I hate you or I discriminate against you. You know, I just have my own personal views, but I do feel like they're just, as long as there's love and support there, that's really all that matters at the end of the day. Go ahead, Nika. You like you ready? I was going to say the same. As long as there's love and support, um, research shows that these kids are happier. They're more self-confident. They're taught not to care what anybody thinks about them. And at the end of the day, I think that is what's important, love and care. There's exactly. a lot of kids growing up fatherless motherless and so love and care and actually in one of my classes we discussed that that's what's important love warmth having a place over your head yes so. yes that's it now when you said you know statistics show um what age are these kids that you're saying they're yeah. about um like late elementary early middle school age exactly. kids. so that's that's my question i, I think that it's cool you know that's fine there i mean because they're, they're children they don't really they're not going to grasp a lot. Most that's what they care about is being loved and taken care of. But once you get to that late middle school, high school, I feel like that's where I feel like Mm -hmm. that's where issues may Mm -hmm. come in. And there might be, you know, a lot of confusion there, a lot of having to defend. And so then I wonder Mm -hmm. how that affects a child that's, you know, high school age, a high school boy being raised by two men. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, yeah, how do you I combat that? that? It's the I'm parent-teacher sure conference. There's gonna be somebody thinking he's a sissy or a punk because it's two men raising him or something. Like that. And then he right, got to right. defend his manhood right. and but I think, all that. But I think that parents, you know, um, of of and, and TC and I are both working on to try to get those guests on. But <laughs> yeah. I think the same-sex sure. marriage sex. I think they're aware of that, and I think oh, yeah. they try to prepare their kids for just as much as like you know. And I hate to compare the black agenda versus the 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 gay or i hate doing it i hate doing it but in the reality of it is just kind of we had a conversation earlier talking about tice is going to come home pretty soon and say daddy daddy what is nigger somebody called me a nigger Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna have to have that sit down conversation with him Mm -hmm. just as much as some guy is gonna say hey um daddy or or mommy that woman called me nappy-headed you're gonna have to sit down and say, "Nah," you know what I mean. It's just those that, 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 
Right. Right. But no, I'm right. just saying, I mean, those are realities that we have, or, or like, you know, or or even with why the, are you so dark skinned? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just the dark skin versus light skin, you know, all those different things are going to come. The yeah. gay one, you know, yeah. It, it, yeah. you could definitely, yeah. I mean, kids crew, man, you could definitely on, see the man. son come home and say, uh, are, Daddy, what's cool a anyway? You right? Yeah. What's a fag? What's kids a fag? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These kids are, and I can say where <laughs> I was at. Um, I was like I said, I was in Pike Township, and the school I was at. Oh my gosh, I would just be sitting in my office. I don't know if the walls was just thin, but the stuff I would hear down the from the hallway, I'd be like. I'd be like now, because you know, it just, and it just goes to show how much has changed. Because be like, yeah, you know, we cussed in middle school, we did our own little thing. Shh, but like these this, kids today, the stuff that my kids would tell me, these seventh graders is out here giving and receiving oral sex. I didn't know what oral sex. Shh, was. Who was? I just hey, wanted, rem- well, you know what? I, when I was in twelfth grade. Mark. I had friends getting down with the program. But do y'all remember when oral sex mark, used yes, to be nasty? Right? Yes, I, I ain't mean, doing that till I'm married. Don't, good girls don't do that. And they don't drink from her. She get hit. <laughs> like Bro. all I wanted. Was the y'all check mark it. to yes, yeah, no, or maybe? When I was, <laughs> that's look, all I wanted. When, and now they they sit here talking about right. saying, "Well, I'm I'm pansexual and I'm bisexual." Have you yeah. had sex? No. Have you had your first kiss? No. What have you done? Really, nothing. So how do you know? Yeah. <laughs> like you ain't. I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely feel that. Kiss fast, bro. Fifty cents saying yeah. up. Saw me saying on uh, whatever the song was. Growing up, I was confused. My mama kissing the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I always be thinking, damn, maybe I need a girlfriend because obviously it's not working with me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about how my daughter was Jay-Z mom. At it. Jay-Z, <laughs> right, right, right. But she, thinking, she like, was in the closet. But my right. thing is, I don't want my daughter to be introduced to sex too early. Yes. Whether it's heterosex, homosexual sex, fun, whatever. I don't want her to be introduced to romance and sex too early. Like, just be mm-hmm. a kid, nigga. Be a kid. Yeah. Let them have a child. so that's what I worry about, like, with seeing same-sex marriage. Like, I'm going to have to explain love and happiness. Like, I don't have any problem with anybody loving who they love. That's whatever. I don't care. But now I have to explain love and relationships and all this yeah. before you're even ready to Absolutely. even understand the concept. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where it's just like, It's rough, man. And I think that How goes, do we stop this? And I think that goes back to Can't. having that lack of parent because, like I said, the kids I worked with, they were in single-parent homes. So then they're growing and the stuff they went through, they're growing up so fast, they don't get to just enjoy being 12 and 13. So they're being exposed to all this extra stuff that's like, you, you're not even at the cognitive level to grasp the depth of all this yeah. yet. It's the thing, though. It's like, and this is obviously I told you I'm not, I'm not a parent, but it's one of the things I always worry about is the influence of peers. It's just because mm-hmm. you know yeah. your 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 kid is home, huh? That's coming though. We had that, huh? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? It was different. I know, but it's, it's, I, it's I'm just saying it's so hard because school and went home. Now it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. TV, yeah. social media, Thank you. It's everywhere. Because so we got things. We got social media right. in right. waves. Right. We got to grow with it. Yeah, These kids right. got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. My fourteen-year-old my sister has Snapchat, and I had to get on her about certain captions she was posting on Instagram. Like, hey, girl, girl. on Snapchat. It's I got no, a lot of yeah, it's no unplug. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Nope. You remember? You remember when you the. The first time you saw porn when you were sneaking in your uncle's, looking under his watch- mattress, you seen nah, a Playboy. Come nah, on, bro. last button. But yeah, now yeah. all you got to do is <laughs> type in. <laughs> you could type in on your smartphone that you're getting your kid because you wanted to keep in contact with yeah. you. They could type in porn, and it's all going to come yeah. up right away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 It's crazy. There's no unplug. Very scary, right? <laughs> I'm just like, look, am I going to be a grandma soon? <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to go to the next one. No, no, no. I got one. I got one. So... Um, 
Right it was yeah, perfect. It was, it was perfect for what they said. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead no, no, you got it. Go ask the question. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> like to anybody. Go ahead. All right. So, so here's the thing. So I talk about this all the time because here's a, here's the thing that I struggle with, and 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 I know you get you guys. I don't know your upbringing or where you come from or how you were raised, but one of the things I struggle with is you know I want to move out here. I want to live in a cul-de-sac, and I had a I had an episode called the cul-de-sac kid. So what I what I, my problem is like I move out here I want to raise my kid this way I want to make sure he don't have to go through what I went through mm-hmm. I want to make sure there's food in the refrigerator I want to make sure he has on clean clothes I want to yep. make sure this and <laughs> there come Mika. The, th- the thing is like you do all you can to basically keep your kid away from those struggles but those struggles made you who you are mm-hmm. what kind of kids are we raising? With me, so she already know what's up. <laughs> I'm but, just having a little But no, no, but even that. I know when they go everywhere, if you go in nice places, they ain't gonna know. Come on, man. You, <laughs> come saying, on, man. Your son, is your kid gonna have to eat? You know what I'm saying? I remember, mm-hmm. man, you know, the, the struggles I've had, or even if you, whatever you had, you saying, hey, man, I ain't gonna take my kid through that. I wanna make sure mm-hmm. my I kid. I had a point, but I'm gonna say this. One, uh, an old kid some. told me to. People will always tell their kids, oh, we used to have to walk five miles barefoot. We oh, used to have to do X, Y, Z. Just because you did it don't mean it's good. It might have built your character. That true. don't mean that your kid needs to do that. They could be yep. a perfectly good person. But what that. kind of kids are we raising? I because you know what made you, what made you strong. Mm-hmm. Are you saying like, man, I remember I had to work hard to say, yo, I'm about to get these jeans. Mm-hmm. I got to work now yeah, we I just giving our kids them G. I think you, you can still teach, you feel me. <laughs> you can still teach hard work through yeah. the struggle. Um, I watched my mom financially struggle literally my entire life, so I made the process like I'm. You know the mistakes she made. She told me like, don't be running up your, don't be running up credit cards. You yeah, know, save your money, yeah. budget, make sure you tie and all that. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna make sure I do all these things. Now I ain't running up credit cards. But I know I ain't the most financially stable. Lord, God is good. He's a provider. <laughs> but I, one of the things I'm like, I really want to just be able to save my money so I could just have, like my grandmother, she she keep mad money for us. So whenever an emergency come up, we good. And so I, I look at, like my mother, I feel like I got taught the lessons through watching her struggle. So when it comes down to Terrence, I, want, I don't want him to have to see me struggle like I saw my mother struggle because I saw my mother up late to him. So how is he going to learn the struggle? I thought he's going to learn the struggle as far as like what not to do and the mistakes to not make but while still appreciating that through the struggle you can no matter what happens you can still you can still achieve anything. I feel like that's that's the lesson I'm going to be trying to teach him. Go ahead Nick. Go ahead Nick. Go ahead Nick. What you got to say TC? No you go. You go. Go. You the guest. I was just going to say that I know that is black. I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. My mom started off in the projects. The Jasmine conversation. <laughs> and then we moved into an okay neighborhood. And then we moved to a better neighborhood. But I don't feel like I know anything about life. Mm, I feel really? like like my we didn't struggle. You mm. know, my mom might have struggled when she grew up. My dad may have struggled. But they both live good lives now mm-hmm. and so you're basically saying so she's saying out. so she's, she's saying, saying what theirs is saying you're saying what i'm saying then. yeah so like right. like i'm smart i went to uk i got a full scholarship but like you don't I've know how to a good life but my son is yeah. probably not gonna know like 
back when I was in struggling, I'm like, yo, I gotta call, uh, I gotta call the light bill and tell them I paid them on Friday, right. and then I tell yeah. the such and such I paid it. You know what I mean? So, because I, I don't do that. I don't have to do right. that now. Because right. he's, mm-hmm. ne- you know what I'm saying? But I knew, like, I seen my mother go through those struggles of like balancing, calling the, mm-hmm. you know. You know, the whatever. Arrangement. Yeah, favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Brent okay. will give you a paper arrangement <laughs> all day, as long as you honor it. I'm like, um, I got, I got forty on the twenty third, forty, and then I got, I got eighty on the twenty, on the thirtieth. I got you. Now look, this, this my thing, man. So as far as like the struggles, man, I feel like Sprint right. will give you, you a pay raise in a minute. Just look, honor it. Look, look, you can, you can teach, you could teach a struggle. You know what I'm saying? You can simulate. Something you could teach, you could put certain qualities and you can instill things into your children. But experiences, I, I remember like, this is as an adult, man. That, for example, downtown Chicago, man, I'm on a roof. I found this rooftop, it's called Cindy's in Chicago on Michigan Ave. Rooftop overlooking the lake in Millennium Park. I'm on rooftop, nice, nice, nice spot. Crazy. Huh? And I just came up on it on a whim. And I get up there and I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm in my 30s. This is my first time even seeing this spot seeing this view right but then i look to my left and it's like you know these little white kids over there and i'm like damn you know what i'm saying like they like probably seven eight and they the they experience mm-hmm. right this is some shit that they experience you know what i'm saying these i are, didn't these ju- are the same kids. i didn't drive i didn't get on a plane till i was a sophomore in college me uh I didn't, until <laughs> like like the, like the end of high school you know what I'm but i but, see kids now like at three up on the bruh, flight like i've been here before so, <laughs> so it's like i don't I wouldn't want to limit. I wouldn't want to limit my child. Like I would want them to experience that stuff. Yeah. I don't want them to have to struggle. I could teach them things. I could. I could teach them whatever I need to. Te- that don't mean they have to actually struggle. Mm-hmm. I could. I could. I could. Hey, this is how much money you got to get through the week. I want to see how you make it. But I understand. Like, but dad, but, but no. dad, it's only five dollars. Figure it out. Nah, but, you know what I'm saying? nah but here's on, the thing. Come on, figure it out. Yeah. Nah, but here's the thing. I, I get. I totally get what you're saying, and that's all of our goal here. We don't want our kids to be. We, like you said, you said you're three. Been on a flight before. We all want to be able to have our kids to experience that. Mm-hmm. But but since I didn't get on a flight until I was a sophomore. There was these so many struggles that created and made me who I am. And I think I came out okay. Right. So, so now my son, are we raising some little punks? Nah, I'm, because I'm trying five, to raise them to be better than but me. But that $5, you, that $5, I didn't have that $5. But guess what I had to do? I had to find a way to make it. But let me right. ask you this. You see what I'm saying? I'll, I'll have them do the same thing, man. You know what I mean, saying? I'm just, I get it. I get it. But you I'm just, me? yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying. But let me ask you this because you guys are men. Okay, so you said, are we raising little punks? Are we raising guys that don't know how to get out here and get it for themselves? Do you think people that come from, from not the struggle, that come from generational wealth, do you, that come from having made, that come from knowing what it's like to be, have made it, are they worried about raising little punks? Or are they trying to raise a prince that already knows he's at the top and don't have to worry about getting to the top because he already knows? I he's think there. it's other struggles that come with that. You know, what it's saying? other struggles, but yeah. you don't think they're easier than the struggles we face? Because I'll be looking like, okay, like I'd rather have Hunter have these problems than these problems. Right, 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 right. And, right. You know, sure. I mean, it's just the same thing. Like the whole the more money, more problems. I'd rather deal with the more problems of the more money. You know what I'm saying? You know exactly. what I mean? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Give me the million to deal with those problems. <laughs> you, know you know, what I'm saying? but it's just but yeah, like it's, it's it's a difficult conversation because. I mean, of course, like you saying, TC, I'm, I'm most definitely, I'd rather him see that side of, of you life. know, of life. <laughs> so, for example, like, uh, and I told this story in a conversation, there was a, there, there was a high, there was a, a college uh, basketball coach, and he was saying that he never went to cul-de-sac 
the cul-de-sac kids, mm-hmm. he never recruited those kids. He recruited the kids of the struggle. He said because when he put them in a position, they was hungry. They was hungry. Yeah. <laughs> they going. They said, "I ain't never giving up. I'm yeah. going to make mm-hmm. it." Because ain't nobody in my family went to college. He said the cul-de-sac kids are like entitled, like, hey, I'm supposed to be here. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and so they don't appreciate it as much as someone yeah. who's so. never without. And even like, as I'm like, I want Terrence, like I, like I said, you always want the next generation to be better. Yes. So even though as I'm hoping to raise Terrence to be better, to achieve better, and that I'm still going to teach him, you still got to strive for excellence. Yes. Don't think it's going, life is not yes. going to come yes. at you yes. easy. You, I want him to be afforded opportunities, but you have to work yes. for those opportunities. Yeah. Like one thing, like in his college, my mom was like, hey, you know, you are smart. I know you can get good grades off top. You, you know, you catch on quick, but understand like, you know, it's easier to, like get a four point like it's harder to like when you lose a four point or three point and then you gotta hurt like get back up to it. It's oh, harder Jesus, to get back hard. up yeah. to that three point <laughs> than when you're already there and so, keeping it. So it's like don't bro. don't don't think just cause you have this opportunity that oh I can just slack off. Yeah. It's cool. No, you gotta work for your yeah, shit yeah, because sure. someone's gonna be trying to take your spot. Absolutely. And that's why I like the whole the whole Kevin Gates model of my kids are right by my side, which he don't need to be taking his kids to concerts and shit. But yeah, he be, nah, be kicking motherfuckers that, in the face and all that. <laughs> Okay, they need to be at home in the bed. But the fact that like my kids are alongside me, so they see my here and now, but I also can tell them the then and there yeah, and what sure, happened sure. back then. Like you see mm-hmm. I have this, but you know what yeah. I did back then to get Yeah. Them. It's 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 I think it's uh I think you guys can I think you us we can and, and literally what I'm doing with uh, Tice right now, like as of recently, he had been like so when he gets home when he when he gets out of daycare, he's like, Daddy, I had a green day. All right, cool. We go on a Dairy Queen and get a get a get a cone, right? What's a green day? You get green, yellow, red. So red means they got in trouble. Yellow, oh. they, you know, we you know, been in a color system. We have to just pull a card. Uh, I don't know that. I, don't know I that. had to pull a car, bro. Yeah, same same thing. Same thing. I don't know yeah. that either. <laughs> you don't know pull a car. Behavior. Oh, maybe I, maybe it's, I it's a behavior chart. It's basically a behavior yeah, chart. Maybe, I, I had to pull a card one time. I had the white card. That was just a warning. I was like, oh, my mama yeah, gonna be trouble. my ass. When I get home, she's gonna be my ass. You probably yeah. needed it. So basically, <laughs> so basically, when I was getting him, I'm like, I started thinking like, and I'm, I mean, I'm spoiling this kid. You, I'm rewarding you for something you supposed to so, be doing. Man. So I'm like, hold on, nah, nah, I'm gonna stop doing this. So what, ha- what was happening was he was, he was waking up in the middle of the night. Daddy, daddy, he wants to get, he wants to, you know, come lay with you. And of course, you know, when kids lay with you, they lay in the horizontal, kicking you in the head, kicking oh, you in the back. Center of the bed. So, you know. Terrence one taking up the room. Yeah. I was like, listen. Me and his mother had to create this chart and was like, nah, you got to sleep all night and then you get a sticker and then you get three stickers. Then you can get that ice cream. I can go buy him 89 cent ice cream every day, but you know what I'm saying? Now I had to come up with a whole system and he's right. only four. So that's teaching them, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what we're trying to. Mm-hmm. You should, yeah. You know, shout out to Jay. He said, he said this no, a number of times. He was like, we celebrate shit like um, high school graduation. He was like, why are you celebrating high school graduation? You're supposed to graduate from high school. Like, right. that's expected of you. That's not like a major. You, that's, you're supposed to do that. I disagree with that. You disagree with that? Yeah, I disagree with that. On some level, but yeah. not. I don't know. Okay. You should. You should. That's like. Nah, you gotta celebrate that. That's, that's a celebration. That's, that's a requirement. Nah, it's a celebration because it took work. Yeah, it's it's still it work. work. Yeah, I feel like it's still work because yeah. the SATs wasn't easy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember SATs, man. Because like, it was a blur after the first two hours. I was like, what? What uh, am I doing? Now? I just start putting C on that joint. C, 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 C. That that was the rule. Like, <laughs> all else fails. when all else fails. 
No, what would Jesus do? Boom. Any, mini, money, mo. Oh, like, okay, you know what? I I picked D too many times. Let me switch this up to yeah. A. <laughs> yeah, you know you put D to me. Like, man, one of these got to be wrong. Right, exactly. You know. Mm. I was just going to say, there are so many people doing wrong. Like, we have to celebrate the simple things. Like, people say you shouldn't yes. celebrate a fish for swimming. You shouldn't celebrate a father for doing what he's supposed to do. Give me a man. It's going to be a yeah. good stepfather to my children. We're going to celebrate it all day long. That's what Even if their, father, if their father steps up and does what he's supposed to do, we're going to celebrate because there's yes. so many people yes. not yes. doing yes. what they're sure supposed to be doing. Sure and that's sad, but it's just the way it is. I mean, because sometimes, honestly, like you said, it's sad, though. But something. But honestly, like if, if you telling like you know, and I told Tyson, I told her, I'm like, man, I'm so glad you are his mother. I mean, that's a celebration of like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and if somebody told me, thank, like, man, you're doing a good job, man. Right on, man. You know what I'm saying? You feel mm-hmm. good about that, like you said, the celebration. Even though I'm going to do it, my regardless. baby daddy said that to me, nigga, do right then. <laughs> right. I mean, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy. One of Come those, on, right? One of those things is people want to feel appreciated. People want to feel yes, yes, they do. loved and like they did something right. So mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, of course you that were supposed to do it. Yeah, 90% of people do it anyway, but we see you. You was in the 90. You could have been yeah. in that 10 that was fucking off and not doing your shit. So yeah. we like your boss. You. Even at work, your boss coming like, hey man, good job. Good job mm-hmm. on that project. It's my yeah. job, boss, but <laughs> right. take me out to lunch, bro. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I do, like, even with Tans, like, even on the little stuff, like, if I say, give, like, if he picks up something, he should give it to mommy. And when he gets it, I say, thank you. So that, like, he, and, and he goes, like, yeah, he'll smile. And, yeah, so yeah. it's, like, it's reinforcing that, okay, I did something good. So, you We've know, I did this. something right. <laughs> we, we almost said, but I have one more question. Last question. And t- unless TC got one more. Uh, I got one uh, more. Go ahead. And it's kind of about on the celebrating kids. Like, I, I read, I, I don't know if it was on a podcast or I read it somewhere. They were saying, you know, um, don't let your kids win. Like, if you're playing a sport with them or don't over-celebrate them. Oh, no, I'm kicking ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you guys do you guys agree? Especially mothers because, I mean, I'm going to just keep it. Sorry, to, sorry to offend y'all, but mothers are soft with their kids. Hold up. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I'm three sorry. of you. I was I'm sorry. Listen, listeners, if you could have seen the three faces. <laughs> they all looked at me like, because, bro, you and um, I said it on purpose. <laughs> they all because, of them. Um, nah, I'm just my, playing. My I'm mama, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Mama. I'm just kidding. Mm. Nah, but I mean, mothers are loving and love, especially black women. Black mothers uh, are loving, but they will, you know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they, they, they give but you they that love and their foot. Yeah, so. <laughs> but how do you guys feel about that as far as not letting your kids win and not over celebrating, you know, their victories? It's so important to celebrate victories because when you make a mistake, there are going to be so many people that told you you did wrong. Mm -hmm. There should be just as many people telling you when you did something right. Mm -hmm. And if, like, the feeling of a victory, when you are going through a rough patch in life, you remember that feeling from that victory and those people telling you you did such a good job. And you want it again. Well, me anyway. See, I think men think different. Probably. I was like, I want to hear about this man, but I mean, I don't yeah, know. Right. I was, I was intrigued. <laughs> I want, I want Hunter to play soccer really bad. Like, I just feel she's gonna be tall. Probably her legs are long as hell. I want her to play soccer. How old is she? She's three. Put her. You gotta put her. Go ahead and start. They got like the wide. Don't? Yeah, the wide got the little. You know, I want to. She loves to run. And I jump. start playing it. She won't sit her ass down. She won't sit her. But ass down. you know what? I feel like if she is that person that scores the goals and does all that. I'm going to turn the fuck up because <laughs> the odds are against you. The world is against you. We don't, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if nobody else has your back, 
Your mama your is back here turning the See, fuck I think up. This, mother's this is probably Kevin. This is probably how Kevin Durant's mom talks. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. supposed <laughs> to be your biggest cheerleader. There's so many people against you. I don't care how small the win is. We, I mean, you ain't bringing home no participation medals because I didn't bring that shit home. But <laughs> I'm turning the fuck up because you're my child and I need you to know you're a star. Mm-hmm. Whether it's lacrosse, whether it's your grades. I said lacrosse, but she, I play lacrosse. I want her to play soccer. So whether it's soccer, your grades. Hey, look in the water. They got whatever. Three-year-olds. You can put them I'm going to make sure you know that you're a winner. Mm-hmm. And, you should, and you know what? I had a good friend tell me too. No matter how big or small the accomplishment is, you should always celebrate it because you set a goal and you accomplished it. Mm-hmm. And I think that just pours into their self-esteem. And I think as, Absolutely. especially having, well, not even just a son, as black men and women, we we need to pour into our kids. They they need that because like Lauren said, the world's already against them. They already going to be looked That's at as, they're going to have all the, they'll have all the credentials in the world, all the letters behind their name, but someone is still going to look at them like just another nigger. And so they, they need to know that no, I'm better than that. I'm not. I'm not ignorant. I'm, I got an education, or even, whether I got a college degree or I don't have a college degree, I'm somebody. Yes. I matter. So I'm going to celebrate whether Terrence brings home a B plus. If you bring home a C, okay, you know you tried. You put forth effort. Let's try and get to that B. Let's work to that A. Well, I'm going. You know, I'm going to whatever it is. I'm going to let him know that hey, but you, on know, that, you do you know, do your I know best. You good? No, I just yo well. What you got? On that same note, though. I feel like somebody recently, recently approached me and asked me why my standards were so high. And I feel like on that same note, if Hunter brings home a B, I'm going to be like, okay, this is good. You know, you, we can do better. You did a little stuff. But where's your A at? Boom. Now where's your you A got, at? Let's you strive got for the A. Because so for the a. I feel like as black people, as, you know, dealing with the men I've dealt with, I feel bad because, okay, obviously they weren't the men for me. And obviously our life experiences are too, were too different for us to come together in a relationship. But I just want their standards for themselves and how they look at themselves and their lives to be higher. So that's why I want to always look at my kids. Even if you fail, I'm not going to make you feel bad because you fail when you win. I'm going to obviously be that number one cheerleader when you won. Mm-hmm. But I want your standards, no matter whether you win or lose, to always be like as high as they can be. Mm-hmm. See, I think of the difference between with men, I mean, oh, yeah. especially, with their, especially with their sons. So, like, if, if my son wins, right, I'm going I'm to celebrate it, right? Good job, bruh. Good job. <laughs> And but then I'm going to go in to give him constructive criticism, right? Because there's always somebody out there that's going to be better. Yeah, mm-hmm. So if I just be like, "You're the best, you're the best," I don't want to wear his no cocky, arrogant son. So I'm gonna be like, "Hey man, good job, good win." Ooh, you said a word. Especially but, a cocky one that ain't as good as he think he is. Exactly. <laughs> so so what I want to do true. is I want to say, "Hey, you know, good job, man. Um, man, you got 20 points, but you you went, you know." Um, you win three from five from the free throw line. Oh, Let's work on these free throws. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's. Hey, I seen you. You were struggling with that left hand. I see you were struggling with that right hand. But let's go ahead and work these drills. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I always want to continue to give him obstacles instead of be like, ah, you're the best. You're the best. Nah, 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 that's nah, nah. Important. You yeah, know, that's you're great. Yeah. You're, good and job. You gotta man. give him that constructive yeah. criticism. I was just gonna say, like, I'm that mom okay. that gives right, the constructive right, yeah, criticism yeah, 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 yeah. Um, to. My son, he was counting to 20, and he messed up. And I said, now, Malik, you got to count better than that. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, or if you he gets to, to 20, let's work on 25. That's quotable. You know you can get to 20. Uh-huh. Now we're going to do it again. Yes. And we're going to keep doing yeah. it until you get it right because yeah. you know how to do it. Come on, man. You should expect big things for yourself. You Good job. I, good job. But let's keep on working. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, and I think that's where men come from. Like, and I, you know, Go ahead, go ahead. I think that's why men need their daddies in their life because I meet a lot of men and I'm just like, you are not God's gift to women. Yeah. You know, yeah. but your mom has made you feel like, your mom has made you feel like you're the greatest man. You're the greatest. You know, your mom has made you feel like you were this wonderful gift. But I have to, I feel like I, I don't want to say, I never have said this, but I just feel like a lot of guys, you were not God's gift to women. I'm sorry yeah. that somebody made you feel that way, but there's plenty more where you, where you came from. Mm-hmm. Plenty more that's coming after you. And I think if a man gets challenged, like, man, there's someone always out there that's a little bit better than me, I got to work harder. I got to work harder. Even if you hear the greats always say, like, if you look at the greats at whatever it is that they're doing, they said they worked as hard as hard as they worked. They kept on working. I got up ev- earlier than everyone because this competitor somebody was around gonna, on the court. Somebody, somebody was always be better. someone's yes. always trying to take your spot. Yeah, someone's <laughs> gonna be better than you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, Kobe man. said that about Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or I heard uh, who was it? Somebody was saying. Uh, oh, Jason Williams. Y'all remember uh, Jay Will played for the Bulls? Yep. He was saying he went and um, he was out practicing shooting. And he said he went out and Kobe was out there shooting. He was like, man, Kobe stayed after. He got out there and Kobe was shooting and Kobe stayed after. And Jay Will went up to Kobe and was like, man, you know, what what gives you that motivation to keep shooting? He said, I wanted to keep shooting to show you that I could stay here longer than you and you're never going to be better than me. Yeah, that's that. You know what I'm saying? But you got to teach that and put that in kids because if you just say you're the best, you're the best. They gonna fall back and think they're the best, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that's where that's why I think you know men kind of you know, but women love to, you know, you gotta. Make you feel good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah come here, but, but I do believe I'll in the constructive criticism too, though. I do because yeah. I remember because I my, and that's where my mom she had a good balance with that because I'll never forget my um. My sophomore year of college, I didn't, I didn't do so well. Well, sophomore I sl- slump. That's what they yeah, call it. Yeah, I slacked off that fall <laughs> semester, and um, what made it even worse was I was part of Hudson. I was part of Hudson Holland, and all my IU people know Hudson Holland. You have to keep a three O to keep your scholarship, and if you fall below three O, they cut your scholarship in half, Uh-oh. and that's what happened fall semester. My mama was hot. Got <laughs> you got your grown ass beat. <laughs> right, exactly. She was. She didn't talk to me for like two days, and I said, "Oh my god!" Oh, you get a you get a whooping? No, I ain't get a whooping. No, she like I said, the silent treatment's worse. Honestly, you're a sophomore. The, sil- the, the silent treatment is worse. I swear, I don't think she did not like. She couldn't look at me for like two days, and it wasn't even just about like the scholarship requirement. She was just like. I have raised you to be better. Like, you know the standards you had to meet, and you literally just, you just slacked off. You got comfortable. And it was like, yeah, I did. Because it was like, oh, I can do that for him post later. I ain't got to worry about that. It, I got comfortable because the freshman year, I kicked ass. I had a three two six. I said, hey, I'll be all right. Nah. <laughs> and it goes back. I had to work my ass off that following spring and summer yeah. to get back to my thrill, to get my scholarship back. Like the full portion of it, but it was like I will never forget how upset she was. It was she was so disappointed. 
So it was just like so she knows you better. Than yeah, you. she knows better, and that's yeah. the thing she would always tell me. Like, I want you to always do your best. As you know your kids, as, right? You know as long kids. as you put forth your effort, she's like, I will always be there. But I know when you slacking. Yes. So when I when you slacking, that's gonna make me even more. And she said she knew her kid could count to twenty, but you messing up. Like, come on, man, you can, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Come My on. friend was like, he can count to twenty. No, he needs to do it every time because yeah. he knows how to do it. Yes. Let's go, let's go, Malik. Let's go, Malik. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> oh man, we getting we getting to our time, ladies. Where can they find? you guys announce your podcast where can they find you and all um, that you good can stuff? find ladies night on itunes and automatic i mean podomatic that <laughs> jimmy <laughs> mapple is saying something but you can find us on automatic <laughs> and itunes um twitter is ladies night pc facebook ladies night podcast um instagram ladies night podcast hit us up we always looking for mailbag letters and situations tell us What's going on in your life? So we can ask our listeners what would we, what would they do, and tell you what would we do. Um, and me and TC got to come on. Y'all got to have us on. Definitely. Yes. You know what? This was, I was thinking that because this is definitely a good combo. Y'all we have the kids because they be there. Nah, they be crazy. They be trying to get rid of mine. Yeah, I bring mine. <laughs> I almost dropped off at the fire station. Hopefully they just all tire each other out. <laughs> nah, uh, Nika be Nika stay on the schedule. She said eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. They in the bed and they and they stay in the room too. I be like, yeah, oh. my son got a schedule. He's eight thirty. Uh, Terrence don't do that. He gotta be. Ah, uh, you gotta around. get him on that schedule. Mm-hmm. Well, he got. He's on a schedule, but it's like he fights his sleep a lot. Okay. So when if he knows people's up and stuff, and he wanna, he want to be nosy. Mm-hmm, he want to be nosy. <laughs> and, you know, all that sleep, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But the last time, last episode, I got him. I got him to sleep. So ah, that's good. good. Okay. But um, but yeah, show them yeah, we got. Thank you. And thank any you. single fathers that would like to come on, yes. or just fathers yeah. in general. Yeah, we we will have you guys. Uh, if you guys look at our um, Instagram and uh, you guys fa- Facebook, right? You said Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Facebook. Facebook we'll podcast. tag you guys and all that, and um, you know, you guys can check out these ladies and check out their good conversation. And you know, me and TC, hopefully one day we'll come on there and try to bring Definitely. some. And we had some we liquor here them. today, but we didn't have any mixers for them, so we kind of kind of feel bad. That's, That's all right. We drink yeah. straight. Anyway. Drink straight. We was. <laughs> Get straight to the point. See, straight to the point. Regardless. Right. So, uh, right. Cool, cool, cool. Me, me and Nika had a little guy and we got some, on the chest. We, we got ain't new to this. We chew to this. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Moms yeah. turn up too, just so you know. We do. We do. <laughs> do How do we get these kids, first of all? True. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-oh, uh-oh. You know, no, I ain't going to share that. That's too personal. <laughs> 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 I'm going to just back away from the mic. <laughs> all right, everybody. TC, where can they find us again as texas ipod on facebook instagram and twitter all episodes on soundcloud itunes google play and stitcher any questions comments concerns or want to be a guest on the show hit us with an email at texas at gmail.com hey shout out to uh adrian and mark moore thank you guys yeah. for the last uh, episode the hip-hop joint yeah the hip-hop episode we appreciate you guys yeah so Everybody, thank you for listening. Please go subscribe. All that good stuff. TC said iTunes. Please leave a review. Stakes is high podcast. Peace. Peace.